As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's the tap from Kelleher. Mario Batista in the first round. My biggest opponent, strongest, and it was a big win for me tonight. Mario Batista! I'm gonna get my. I'm, should I get my cans? I got cans right there. Oh, I'd love to. I, I've grew. I grew cans over the pandemic. Can I be a professional? Can I just I'll try to sound? Yeah, yeah, yes. Get your cans. And uh, we have two guests today. Uh, uh, we have wakeboarder Rusty Malinowski. I'm not familiar with wakeboarding. I know it's popular. And of course, uh, bantamweight Mario Batista, uh, very, very impressive sub over uh, Brian Kelleher on Saturday uh, night. Oh my God. He looked, uh, Mario, he looked, he looked uh, like a man on a mission. And wait, what is, what is wakeboarding? We'll have to ask our guests because I'm not, it's something with the water. Um, I would like to ask you to, uh, Matus over, uh, Sarukian, very, very close fight. Before we bring in our guest, Matt, did you agree with the decision? Um, Sarukian! <laughs> I love saying it. Uh, <laughs> um, it was, you could either say it was very close, but holy shit, man, where did these guys come from? I, I would like to see, they, they fight, they're both lightweight. It's lightweight. It was a lightweight yeah, match. Correct? Yeah. Imagine, though, I mean, I know it's weird because they're they're kind of still green, but I would like to see one of those guys fight fucking Habib. <laughs> their their rest, both of their wrestling defense was yeah. wild. Jimmy, they weren't able Incredible. to hold each other down. But that's what yeah. made the difference in rounds four and five. What an amazing first of all, what a fight. What a fucking fight. I and Sarukian wasn't having incredible uh, luck with his, with, with his uh, punches, but those kicks, that fucking kick, whenever Gamrat would switch to Southpaw, was devastating. That heavy, heavy body kick, which he landed, uh, you know, about 800 of. Uh, I, I thought that was the, by the far the best thing he was doing during the fight. Uh, I liked how uh, Gamrat. Uh, Gamrat, yeah. Gamrat, I like how uh, he kept trying to take him down with that single leg, but the balance of uh, the, 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 the balance Shurukian, yeah. of Sharukian was just amazing. With it's one crazy. Leg. Like a fucking I ostrich. was like, what am I looking at? <laughs> I so I think he's, and, and he was confused at the end. He thought he won. And I could see how they could give him maybe three rounds to two. Yeah. But, but. At the same time, you cannot say that was a robbery by all means. That was no, very close. No, I think it all came out of the third round. Wow, the Grammy rolls. That, uh, some of the rolls to get out of these uh, the body locks and stuff was, uh, was so wild. It was really, I was like, who is going to get tired first? And uh, 
I'll tell you, I think Gamrot was a little bit of fresher towards the end. Yep. But hey, man, these guys are both a handful for anybody. I mean, neither one of them. Yeah. I mean, wanted to back down and uh I would I, I can't wait to watch both of them fighting it. Yeah, although I, I think Oliveira, I give it a, I, I think Oliveira uh uh beats uh either guy, at least at this point. Well, I know what I would like. I would like I don't think that uh Gamrot uh, Gamrat with uh I don't think he'd be afraid to take him down. That's what no, I want to no, see. I don't the think most. So That's what I want to see. Let's uh let's bring in uh Rusty Malinowski. Our guest is waiting in the he is a professional wakeboard. Now, I don't understand what this means. He's the first athlete to successfully land uh, a 1080 degree in a wakeboard competition Ooh. that changed the sport. So I'm going to ask Rusty what exactly that means, because I am um, not at all athletic and I don't know anything about wakeboard. It might be like the, the triple windy from, uh, you remember the triple windy? I do. Yes. From back to uh, back to school. Ah, we're just showing our age. Hey, Rusty, how you doing, man? Doing great. How are you guys? How are you, Rusty? Rusty, do you train also? Because I'll tell you, you look the part of a fighter. Well, uh, I've heard that before. I don't. Uh, I don't so much anymore. I obviously trained throughout my whole career for wakeboarding, but just um, you know, I'm six foot two ten and uh, stay in good shape. So I guess I do fit the part. Now, this is going to sound like a moronic question. You know, like if somebody came up to me and goes, "What's jujitsu?" I go, "All right, you're not a moron. You just don't know." I'm not going to attack them, but. What the fuck is wakeboarding? It's it's not like it's like boogie boarding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to offend you, bro. I just not. I know it's not straight up surfing, right? No, wakeboarding is just. I mean, you're you're behind the boat. Your feet are strapped to the board. Oh, you're about eighty feet back. The rope length about eighty feet, and um, we're doing flips, spins, and um, yeah, going really big in the air. What what is a ten eighty degree? Uh, uh, what ten eighty degree? What exactly is that? Three three sixties. So it was uh, it was a trick that I've been working on for a really long time, and uh, finally was able to pull it off in competition. So I was the first to do that, and um, it was uh, a big moment for our sport and for me. So it was pretty pretty exciting day. Now wakeboarding. I'm sorry, it came from what's the one with the two skis? What's the fucking water ski? Can't correct water me. Ski, it like came it's the birth from that right like yeah obviously people back in the day barefoot water skiing kneeboarding all that kind of stuff and um back in the day some guys had a great idea to stand sideways on a board and here we are today basically a lot like snowboarding the same stance and whatnot but you're hanging on behind the boat do you snowboard also or no i did when i was younger i grew up in canada and made the move to florida as i transitioned into trying to be a professional wakeboarder but I did spend some time on a snowboarder when I was younger. Now you jump and they'll pull you and you, and then, and there's a, a ramp in the water. No, you actually just, the, the, the boat actually creates the big wake and you smoke the wake and go as big as you want to go. I love hitting double ups. It's when the boat turns around and comes back into its own wakes and the, it creates basically two times the size of uh, of wake, and you can go upwards of twenty feet in the air. So it's, is wake wait, like but, a wave from the boat? I'm sorry. Yeah, wait, well, the wake of the boat is is your is your ramp. Oh, wakeboarding. Okay, I, you know that's how dumb I am. I didn't realize. Jimmy, that. Here's my question: with you. It's pulling you. You're about eighty feet behind it. Don't you lose momentum when it turns around and comes back? Because then the direction has changed of the pull. How do you keep your momentum going? Well, when 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 you got a quick second, just uh, 
go online and check it out. It'll make a lot more sense when you see it. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah, but course. I mean, like if it if the boat turns around and comes back at you, the momentum no, no, is still pulling. Always, you're always behind the boat. You're always being pulled behind the boat. Okay. That's how, again, that's what I'm, a fucking idiot I am. I thought that when the boat turned around, you <laughs> were still coming towards that didn't make, and you were going to hit the wake at a second time. <laughs> no. Okay. It's basically the boat does a, a U That makes perfect sense. Okay. So how did you become buddies with Donald Cerrone? I heard you're good friends with him. Yeah. Um, Cowboy was, I believe he was at the um, Colorado uh, boat show in the wintertime. It's where they have all the manufacturers throughout, you know, all over the U.S. in the wintertime trade show, basically. And he was in there checking some boats out or whatnot and um, got talking with some people that I know. And they said, my buddy's Rusty really into the UFC, loves loves uh, watching all that. And I don't know how it happened. All of a sudden, Cal, I got a text from someone saying Cowboy wanted to come out and wakeboard. And I got his number. I called him. And literally the next day he flew to Florida and came and stayed with me. And um, oh. we, we've been buddies ever since. And he loves wakeboarding. And as you know, he loves doing basically anything. So um, it's been a long time. And bonus for me, I got to go to pretty much all of his fights. And for, for the, the earlier part of uh, our friendship was like, he was on the most stack cards, like multiple yeah. counter fights. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. Your boy Al Quinta. I was yeah. Oh shit, that was an upsetting one. Yeah, he's a great man. He just loves. He he's, he's like a guy who loves. Like I'm always fascinated with his flying videos. Like he's shown us videos of of himself in a plane and kind of just going up and dropping. He just loves. It seems like anything new that could potentially be dangerous. He seems to love. Yeah, for you or I, we'll never experience a feeling like Cowboy or Matt experiences walking to a cage and right fighting in front of millions. So. I think he chases the next closest thing to that adrenaline that right. you get putting your, yourself, so exposing yourself in front of the world and fighting, you know? How hard could you get wakeboarding? I mean, I, I know it seems fun, but I'm sure it's very dangerous too. Um, a lot of guys suffer lots of knee injuries, torn ACLs, shoulders, and back, but I've been very fortunate with um, not blowing my knees or anything like that. Mm, you're depressing me. Yo, I'm getting a new knee tomorrow, bro. Not to depress you. I know, man. I got to wear and tear over the years. We're, we're, you know, so I don't know. That just depressed me. But hey, fuck, I'll be back. No, here. you should be happy, man. I'm glad nah. you're doing it. It's about time. Jimmy, I, I'm just saying, I rolled yesterday and I was fucking feeling so goddamn good. I was just, I was just like on fire. I was ripping Camorras. I was fucking what getting nice. What class reverses. would you be now? Oh, I'm around 195. Look at you about to make a fat joke. How dare you? You, oh, well. I'm only kidding. I'm only fucking around. <laughs> but, uh, but listen, I, I just met you. I'm not going to show you my abs now. But uh, oh, wow. God damn it. Is that a back game. suit? What the yeah. fuck is that? <laughs> He was showing that he was showing me. You just happened to see it. He was joking. I'm, about, I'm like 195 now. I feel good, but uh. Both my knees are fucked, bro, from training. You know, uh, wakeboarding's out for me. When they put a new knee in, they, they don't even have an ACL, which is so odd. I'm going to have like a Terminator leg. But anyway, they, they're, they, I'm con they're confident that I'll be back to rolling. And and if, you're, if, you're ever, if you're ever in the Florida or Orlando area and you want to try wakeboarding, please let me know. I'd love With my to new knee? You said well, the number yeah. one thing is the knee problems. Well, <laughs> we'll start you slow. Take it easy. Oh, but now... Let me ask you, being a friend, I appreciate the offer though. Do you, I, you, your friends with Cowboy, have you seen his new movie, Terror on the Prairie with 
Gina, uh, wow. Gina Carano. I have not. Uh, we, we actually were, I was on a week long photo shoot and I flew to, um, what is it? Austin? No, Austin yeah. for when he was supposed to fight Joe again. So I've been on the road and I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it. But how, how do these guys get into movies, Jimmy? How the fuck did they, I seen him. He was with Post Malone and Mark Wahlberg and Spencer, Spencer Confidential, which is a fucking underrated movie. It's on Netflix. It's a lot of fun. It's with Mark Wahlberg and he's, he, I don't know. He, he, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, I don't get it. But he was in that. And now he's really stretching his acting ability and playing a cowboy. I'm like, he's a fucking cowboy. So it can't be that hard for him. Can't it be? It's probably because they take fighters. A lot of the guys that are well-known and well-liked, like people know that everybody loves cowboy. So they figure, well, he's a guy that everybody likes and would well, want to see. And then he does a good job. And they're like, why? and plus you don't have to train them uh, with, with a lot of the movement you need. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure when fighters are, are, are doing fight scenes, I mean, the hardest part for you guys is just to how to make it look a certain way on camera. You can already do everything else. So you're saying any day Hollywood will be calling me. I'm saying they probably called you already. You just didn't get the message. I'm sure they don't get already. A, I don't I don't get a lot of messages. So, hey, how what's the shelf life with this kind of uh, the shelf life with this type of um, uh, 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 sport? Like, what? Do you, how long are you doing? How old are you now? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 38 years old and uh, I've been professional since I was about 20. So. There's there's only a few of us uh, that have had that that length of a career, um, myself and a couple other guys. But oh, shit. as far as the you know, I've two time world champion. I've I've won lots of events and done lots of great things. But this is kind of the the fun part for me now. I get to kind of hang out ambassador and and still um, be sharp on the water, but yet kind of not that uh, competitive um, pressure that I was so used to for so long. Oh, are you good. able to do it? Are people able to do this like in a non-competitive way? Is wakeboarding always where you have to like hop over or could you just kind of go out and lazily get pulled around and just enjoy that? Yeah, for sure. It, and that's how it starts for everyone. It's very, I mean, at, at, at slow speeds and, you know, while you're learning, the impact isn't near as, as, as awful as it can be once you start to progress and get into the harder tricks and whatnot. But um, yeah, very, very easy for people to learn for the first time, get up and kind of cruise around. And most people end up falling in love with it and then progressing. And that's when uh, some of the harder slams come as you're progressing like anything though. I would love to see Jimmy on there. I, I would too. If I lose 15 pounds, so I don't look like just a, a fucking tub of shit. I'll go on one. I'm just too embarrassed to be shirtless anywhere. Uh, I, let's say I wear like a fucking winter coat. You're on Matt's program. I know, I know. Matt looks great. It's infuriating. Um, do you ever do the, uh, what's that, the kite surfing? Is that where they pull you and you, windsurfing, whatever they call it? I, I personally have, and I have a couple of buddies that are really into it. Very challenging and, and uh, hard to figure out, but I guess once you figure it out, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks dangerous. A little bit sketchy, I would say. You get caught yeah. in the wind and not not have control of that kite you could you could go for a ride oh yeah now are you content with your wakeboarding or are you like cowboy and you're like ah, i'm an adrenaline junkie i need something else i need a fix or are you just you're you're good with your wakeboarding i, I mean is that enough for you i i love i still love i was out in the boat already today um i love the lifestyle i have two boys um they're into all kinds of sports we spend time on the boat as a family Nice. It's uh, more of a lifestyle thing for me. I, I really enjoy it. 
but I'm still very active and, you know, I'm I like to ride my motorcycles and do all kinds of other things that potentially could lead to injury. But, you know, I, I'm still, I'm still moving and having fun and I'm not scared to try anything. So once anyways, what have you tried that you hated or that you weren't good at? And you're like, no more. Oh yeah. Have you ever, uh, ran more than like two or three miles? <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I've never gotten that far. So yeah, I can see why somebody would hate that. I, I hate doing cardio. I hate running. <laughs> you ever do that Versa climber? I always ask Matt about that. I'm fascinated with that Versa. There's nothing worse than that fucking Versa climber. No, I do CrossFit in, in the state of Florida. It's 100, degree, or 100 degrees and 100% humidity. So it doesn't get yeah. much worse than that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty horrible. Now, do you have to run two or three miles when you CrossFit or no? That's entirely up to you, but we have, yes. Isn't that when you're doing it with a group of people and someone's yelling, oh, Nick, you can do it, like where there's just a bunch of people in a row kind of helping you out? Yeah, there's lots of, lots of uh, goofy things that go on in, in CrossFit, and, um, but it is a hell of a way to get in shape. I Yo, it's it amazing, that. yeah. It just seems difficult because you got a bunch of people doing it and everybody's like kind of cheering for you to do it, but it's like they move quick. Like you go from one thing to the other fast, don't you? It's in, it's very intense. Yeah. It's uh, you, you could get a lot done in about 45 minutes. Some man, some people love, and they love running. Some people yeah. love it. Like Michael Bisping, who I, I bring up a lot lately only because he's a guy I look to and it inspires me because he got sure. both his knees done and he's, and, happy. and he's younger than me. And I was with him when he couldn't walk. So I'm, I'm happy. I see that the light at the end of the tunnel, even though I'm going to go through some shit and uh, Bisping's doing everything again, but Bisping, he likes to run. Now he got his knees done. He couldn't walk. Now he could run and he's running. So I'm like, dude, are you supposed to do that? Is that like recommended? Cause he goes, look, the way I look at it, it's got a 35 to 25 year shelf life, whatever it is. I'll get mine done at 19 again. <laughs> Something like that. So he's going to live the way he likes to live. But my thing is, why the fuck do you want to run, man? Jump on an elliptical, at least go a little softer on him. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, to each their own. He's listen. You're talking to a guy who had how many fights with one eye. So what about his, you know, his document, or documentary or movie? His what was it called? I think it's called Bisping, isn't it? I gotta watch that. Where would I watch that? Being Bisping. Yeah, that that was incredible. That was so insanely incredible. That was inspiring. That you should watch it. It's awesome. Hey, producers, uh, type up where that where I can watch that. I'm telling my producers because I'm gonna be a fucking peg leg and i can't i'm gonna be watching i want to eat all the shit i could watch yeah, all the material it'll get you pumped up. It'll what get are you watching up. are you i'm gonna watch that are you watching anything else on netflix or are you watching any series or anything with the missus uh -huh. what are you watch to be completely honest every Tell day me. when i when i go to bed i put on youtube and i watch fight news do you you do i, really do. I love i love i love that sport so much it's like i love it it's like every single night i watch whatever's whatever pops up and who's some of your favorites now besides donald who's obviously you you, you know i mean i'm excited for this uh this coming weekend um adesanya that's going to be incredible i can't wait to see max um there's they're all just i have a, a huge list of great uh fighters or fighters that i just think are incredible but um i'm you know Iceman chuck waddell he was like my very first person that i was like thought was the best uh Best guy ever. Obviously, still think he's amazing. Yeah, man. Why the hell did he have to give Tito the fifth shot at him? 
Oh, he knocked man. him out. He beat him up like two or three times. And yeah. he's like, all right, I'll fight you again at fucking 55. And of Wish course, you wouldn't like, have done that. <laughs> I, I mean, you give that fucking guy a chance. But then you, to make you feel better, you watch Tito box Anderson Silva. And you see how that goes. That's good, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I felt bad. I think Chuck just wanted some money. Like, it, and it, it, even though it counts, it does. It's like we all know how those fights would happen when they were both in, in kind of in fighting shape at, at, at younger years, you know. I know, but I love like the vintage Chuck Liddell footage where he's just like when he beat Tito, I think the second or one, I think the second or the last time he beat Tito, where he threw like 300 punches in that. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, yeah, but yeah, who knows why he fought him again, but. It's that that definitely wasn't the Chuck Liddell of old. No, and yeah. I love Chuck, but I didn't. People felt bad for him. I didn't feel bad for him. Like he's kicked Tito's ass uh, a couple of times. So you know, all right, Tito got him. Like it happens. I, I didn't feel bad for him. I just hope he didn't get hurt. Like you just don't want to see somebody get fucked up after a certain age. For sure, for sure. Um, what do you think about the fight, Kanani or Adesanya? That I was thinking about that today, and it's it's kind of hard to pick against Adesanya against anybody. I, I agree with you. Um, obviously, there's he's got all the pressure because he's supposed to win. So as long as he's focused and does what he does, I would say he should win, but you never know. Kevin is like insane. He is. He's coming. He's coming, man. He's, he's 38, which um, is oldish, but he's like, so in, in such good shape and looks incredible. I mean, I don't, I don't think that will affect anything, but he's got everything to gain. So he's got zero pressure. Who's the co-main event? Who's the co-main event on that card? Uh, it's uh, Volkanovski Holloway. Oh, dude, hey, listen. The last time I was there in Abu Dhabi when they fought, and uh, and I love Volkanovski. I do. Did you think yeah. Max won the second time? I, th- I remember yes. being there live saying, all right, Max won. He won enough. Yeah. I mean, Even Dana said, didn't he say, sorry about didn't Dana say, does anybody think that Alexander won that fight? Like, I, I think yeah, that... Yeah. Everyone believed Max won that fight. I, I even I mean, thought Max won the first one. It was but awesome. I could just be a Max Stan. Yeah, it was very close. The first one. The second one, I think Max won as well. But. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, I, I it is it's easier to judge from home. But um I, I thought that he kinda he should have got the nod. Strickland against Alex Pereira, that's an incredible fight too. Strickland's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I follow him just because like I like kind of like that he doesn't hold back. You know, nowadays you a lot of people you're you can't basically can't say anything without people jumping down your throat and yeah. he just lays it out there, which I think is, I personally think is funny. So. Yeah. yeah he yeah. didn't get, yeah, he definitely didn't get no memo about keeping things to himself. He likes to, you know, he likes yeah. to get a little wild. Very <laughs> honest. Very He's truthful. Very guy. honest. Very and honest. He likes, he likes to spar hard. He likes to fight hard. And uh, that's who he is. You know, he doesn't try to be anybody yet different. So I, yeah. I, I think he's very interesting. Yeah, I, I like watching him. him fight. You know, and uh, what do you guys think too? Uh, since we're talking about it, uh, Munoz against O'Malley is the opening fight uh, on the main card. What a great fight that is! I got O'Malley. I think I'm a, I'm a fan of O'Malley. I think uh, he's doing it right. He's got flavor. He's blowing up the way. You know, not everyone has that personality, but I think he's doing a good job, and I'd love to see him get the victory. Could Pedro like get a hold of him? I think Pedro will add in some takedowns. I think so. And uh, he's got a hell of a right hand. But, I mean, Sean is uh, – O'Malley's so accurate. Yeah, O'Malley's something else. O'Malley's got that little 
he's got that star power in him. He's got one of those things where that guy, that kid can't help but be a star. He's just, when he talks, he has that swag. He has the look and he has the skills to back it up, man. I'm dying to see him and Cheeto Vera go at it again, again, again. Remember when know? he fought uh, that late replacement? What was that kid's name with the green hair? I uh, don't know, but that kid, I don't know. That kid's oh, name should be zombie though. He was wasn't fucking that, good though. He, he was really tough. Insane, though? That was like, the craziest fight. Yeah, that, that's insane. But like the kid like that, he'll have some fights like that. But uh, that'll that'll take a toll on Chris uh, Mutino. Yeah, yeah, that kid blew up after that fight as he should have. But um, he he took a lot of damage for his first UFC fight. The kid didn't even want to stop. Remember the ref stopped it. Oh, a hundred percent. Hey, is that your house where we're, you, I'm looking at right there, Rusty? Yeah, in the back. Uh, that's, that's first of all, that's beautiful. And I I was gonna say I knew you were Florida because of. The enclosement there. The uh, you don't want no alligators getting into your swimming pool, do you? Is that what's going on? Is that what I'm looking you know, at? We, we got we got quite a few of them in the lake back there. But we were we were just down there last week. We were messing around on the jet skis and um, my Wait. son started fishing, and a gator came up. And then I looked over. There was another one. There was two of them, like right out the dock. Now wait, you go in a jet ski. You wait, wait, hold the hold the sec. Wait a minute. You're jet skiing in a lake with fucking alligators in it. There's there's so many gators in there, right there. There's gators every time we wakeboard in here around what? here. Wait, ah. you you wakeboard with alligators in the water? One hundred percent. But what about when you fall off? Are they in there? Yeah, I mean nothing's ever happened, but ever. Yeah, I mean not that I know of. I mean there's people that been have been attacked, but no one I know personally. Ah, yeah. fuck snakes, gators, Jimmy, stop. crocodiles too. Not around here. Oh, there's not. Okay. They're more salt water. An alligator's not big enough for you to bite. No, your no, no. Toe. I think crocodiles are more aggressive. They're both awful, but I just crocodiles. Yeah. I think are a little more aggressive. Yeah, they're they're like crazier looking too. They're even nastier looking. So you guys don't go swimming it? Like you go swimming there too? Yeah, like see the trampoline and dog. Yeah, but but like, all right, man. I don't know. I'm always been freaked out by that shit. When I was a kid, I saw a movie called Alligator, this big thing in a sewer. And I think I've been scarred ever since. Well, I grew up in Canada where we don't have anything in Saskatchewan where it's freezing cold almost all year long. And we don't got anything to worry about in the water. And then I came to Florida and I still, when I'm, when I fall and I'm waiting for the boat to pick me up, I still think about it. <laughs> you do, right? I mean, it's hard not to. Yeah. God damn, man. <laughs> I, that, hey. I'm happy I'm not trying it, but I'm, I admire you for doing it. I didn't realize you were doing it with alligators in the water. See, you think that's crazy, and I think what you did for a living is pretty crazy, too. So, Oh, fighting is so much fun if you like it. Yeah. Oh, I love but it. How in, I always say that people that don't, like, I guess, under, or fully comprehend what it would take as an athlete to train that long, the nerves, the pressure. Yeah, and I get walk, it. Get in the cage. And then, like, I don't, I don't, I think that being a top level fighter is the hardest, craziest sport ever. I mean, it's wow, just shit, insane. man. Well, yeah. like Jimmy says, I can't sing or dance. Well, I can't sing. So, well, could of I course sing? you can. You can do it well, all. Well, thank you. Uh, listen, this is fun. Oh, shit. It's 236. Yeah, Those we have our next guest is Wade. We, we Rusty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's okay. It was it was a fun conversation. I want to I want to promote your Instagram too. Yes, it's Rusty uh, Malinowski M A L I N O S K I on Instagram, 
And uh, it was good talking to you, man. If we didn't have another guest, we'd hang longer. So definitely come back if you want. Yeah, it was great. Thank you guys very much. And I don't know if Dana told you guys yet, but I'm going to be starting internship next week. Um, security. Oh, what do you mean? You doing security? He didn't tell you? No. No. Something happened? Oh, by the way, I'm following you now. Go Thanks. ahead. Let's go ahead. Right. Say again. Something happened with security. Did you have to keep somebody... No, I'm just kidding, but I'm oh. would love to work with Dana someday. <laughs> I work with him, but not in a security, uh, not in a security. He wouldn't trust me with the security. I would love to do it just to hang out with him. <laughs> Coolest guy ever. Yeah, All right. I, Good talking to you, Rusty. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Take care. UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by NEDS, the official wagering partner of the UFC in Australia. Aussie Fight fans, keep an eye out for this weekend's UFC pay-per-view event as NEDS offers a split decision return. This means if you place a head-to-head bet on any main card fight and your pick loses by split decision, NEDS will pay you out as a winner. Plus, you can pump up your odds with a UFC multi simply by combining your favorite markets across all fights on the card. The action doesn't stop with UFC. Neds has everything you need to take it to the Neds level, regardless of what you bet on. For those sports punters, Neds Same Game Multi is now available on more sports than ever before. And for the racing fanatics, Neds Blended is available on all three racing codes. Blended lets you pick multiple runners to win in the same race at special blended odds. It's never been easier for you to be paid out as a winner. Look, whatever you bet on. Take it to the Neds level. UFC markets exclude South Australian residents. Split decision return eligible on first $250 state. Minimum blended odds are $1.10 terms and conditions apply are available on the Neds website. Remember to always gamble responsibly. Please call 1-800-858-858. This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Crypto.com, the official crypto partner of UFC. You've definitely seen their logo on our UFC gear. And crypto is something I'm getting into, so this is really a helpful, helpful site. With over 10 million users around the world, Crypto.com is the fastest growing crypto app, letting you easily buy and sell more than 150 cryptocurrencies. You can even buy Bitcoin with as little as $1. Crypto.com also offers the most popular crypto card in the world. The Crypto.com Visa card offers up to 8% back on most purchases and it comes with amazing perks. 100% rebate for your Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon Prime subscriptions. If you already own some crypto, did you know that Crypto.com offers some of the most competitive reward rates of the industry? You can get up to 8.5% on your Bitcoin or Ethereum, 12% on your USDC, and more. Find out how much you can earn by visiting Crypto.com. Get $25 when you apply for a Crypto.com Metal Visa card on the Crypto.com app using code UFC 25. Again, it's $25 when you apply for the card using code UFC 25. It's first come, first serve, so act fast. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. Oh, what's up, guys? Hey, what's how you up, doing, man? Mario? Doing pretty good. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. You got to be on cloud nine, man. You handled some business the other night. Oh yeah, it was it was awesome, man. I it was a good fight. Now I noticed you were prepared. Anytime he would look for your neck for that guillotine, and he has a hell of a guillotine, uh, Brian Kelleher. You were very prepared for that. You were clearing those legs every time, 
So he was basically at that point just pulling you on top and he had to abandon it. How how much did you prepare for that guillotine of his? Oh, uh, we we prepared a lot for it, you know, working with uh with John. Uh that was one of his main things, you know, uh not a gimmick, but like one of his strengths, you know, he catches a lot of people with it and he's very good with it. So I was working a lot on it. That's John Wood. Where is who are you trying, John? Uh, J- John Crouch. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John Crouch. Yeah, and you were saying that uh, you thought uh, uh, Herb let it go a little longer than it should have when he was tapping. I watched it again a couple of times. It was almost like was he tapping the whole time or did he miss at first? I couldn't tell if he was actually tapping or coming close to it, not actually doing it. I, I look back at it and he tapped three separate times. On third time, that's when Herb called it. But, you know, I, I come. I do a lot of jujitsu here at class. You know, if someone taps three separate times, you know, they're either one of two things. They're not going to roll with you again, or they're going to get up and say something, or maybe slap you across the face, you know? So uh, it's just, I'm just a good sport. You know, if you're going to tap three times, I kind of feel bad if, if it's coming, you know, third time. It's like, come on, Herb, you got to see it. No, I hear you, man. I hear you, dude. It's making you work for your money right, right there, Herb Dean. Uh, Mario, now, let us, your first time on here, let's, let's, I want to get to know you a little bit. What did, where, did you, where are you coming from? Where did you grow up? And what's the first discipline you started with, buddy? Um, I'm originally from northern Nevada. It's a small town called Winnemucca. It's a mining town. So there's oh. about, I want to say about 10,000 people there. Uh, first discipline, I would say boxing, but I never competed. So I really love boxing. My, my family really loved boxing. Got into high school, started wrestling, wrestled all four years. And then out of high school, I started doing jujitsu. And uh, man, I just fell in love with that. And then like two months later, I uh, took my first, first amateur fight. And that, that's pretty much how I got started. You're a black belt in jujitsu? Uh, oh, brown belt. Oh, man, I'm telling you, man, your, your shit was on point the other night. That he, he, It was a game of catch-up for Brian. He couldn't catch up to your ground game. It was so on point. Uh, so I, you started with the striking. I'll tell you, very well-rounded. Very, very interesting. So when, when your first pro fight was when? How old were you? Or amateur fight, or amateur fight, either one. Oh, amateur. Uh, I think as soon as I turned 18, I think that was the, the law. I think you take your first amateur. So I think it was four months after I turned 18, I I took my first one. How'd that feel? Oh, it was awesome. You yeah. know, walking up a small little gymnasium, walking up, seeing the cage and uh, just everyone in the bleachers. Uh, it was pretty cool. I can still remember it. It's was, it was pretty awesome. And uh, I wanted to ask you too, because I know you're, uh, you, you two, your uh, teammates, uh, O'Malley and Cannoneer are, uh, are fighting. Uh, can, we were just talking about Jared, who we all love. It's very hard to pick anyone over Israel Adesanya because of how, Good he is looks against every style, except for Blahovich, who is obviously heavier. Um, what do you think Kananir has to do? Um, because, again, Adesanya has fought guys who are great strikers before, and he always seems to be a step ahead. I think he's be himself. You know, Jared's really strong-minded. You know, he's, I don't think he's going to get caught up in the moment. And, you know, he, he has the power. You know, he has the power to, you know, change anything, like, on a dime. So he needs to go out there. Close the distance, I believe, because, you know, Adesanya uh, likes to peck around out there. So I think close the distance and, and put that power on him. Has anybody managed to do that to him, been able to kind of close it and really pound him up against the fence? I'm sure it's happened. I just can't think of an instance where he seemed like he was in trouble up against the fence from, from being power punched. I would say like his closest fight where I would say against uh, Kelvin. Oh, yeah. You know, getting, touch, getting touched up a little bit. And you know what, Jared's reach is kind of deceiving. You know, he'll hit you from, from pretty far away. He got he got some long arms, that's for sure. 
I think everyone is happy for him too. Like everyone likes Cannoneer and they liked how well he's been fighting. I'm not sure how many fights he's won in a row. I, mean, I want to say, uh, I'm not, I, I, I just, I don't know. I say, I don't know. I was just, I want to say six, but I could be wrong about that. I want to um, say he's like four and one in the middleweight division. <laughs> is he four and one? Okay. You might, I'm sure you're right. You know what I'm thinking of? Um, it was Cannoneer. I'm thinking of, uh, it was Aljo and it was uh, Patty the Batty and Meatball McCann. And they were just acting a fool on camera. And they're all like wilding out. Ah! And you see Cannoneer just, just looking. He's fucking, they're all around him. And he's just like, and I think he, I, I don't want to misquote him. But he's like, yeah, I'm not part of the circus over here. I'm not part of the fucking, like, they're all fucking, they're having a good time. But he's just, he's chill, man. He's got, he's a, he's a cool cat, Jimmy. He yes, he, he's won two in a row. Yes, I'm so yeah. stupid. He has won, his last his loss was to Whitaker. Um, and it was a decision. It was a good fight. Can I add, and, uh, you know, I'm sure Mario knows this. When he fought Whitaker during that fight, man, he got kicked. He had a bruised ulnar nerve. And I don't know if you're familiar with that, Mario, when he, with him, but. He hurt his elbow, and I know what it's like to have a hurt older nerve. It's like a, it's like if you ever get like a dead arm or a, hit your phony bone and you can't feel your fingers. That's what it's like. But it was to like to like the worst degree of it. It was just it actually broke his arm. Oh, did it break his arm? Oh, yeah, did. What, what round was that? For it, the first round, I think it was the first kick Whitaker threw, and he blocked it, and it Dude. broke his arm, and he went yeah. off. What five rounds was it? Five rounds. Crazy. Five? There you go, man. It's not, and you can't. You can't be like, ah, start over. That's that is what it is. He's a tough son of a gun, man. And he knows at his age that this is this is an opportunity that he he's might 38, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's up there. Yeah. You know? Now let, let me ask you, you know, your debut with listen, you're not gonna ask for there's no easy fights in the UFC. But it was the Corey Sanhagen in 2019. And, you know, again, it's a few years ago. And you got caught in on bar. You were six and oh coming into the organization. What 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 did we learn from that? Any any and listen again, quality opponent can't ask for a tougher opponent. Uh, any kind of first time jitters? What was it like? What was that whole experience like? Uh, I, you know, looking back at it, because I feel a lot more comfortable in the cage now. I yes. think I did have have some jitters, you know, and you know, San, and like you said, San Hagen, you know, he's tough. Yeah, and you get started right off the bat. So there's a certain level in, in intensity that you got to be you got to be ready for. And like I said. I just don't think I was ready at the time. And uh, it is what it is. And I was learning experience yeah. and I'm glad I took it, you know, cause I'm, I'm doing well now. So good things come from it. A hundred percent. It's always where you go after a loss. So you showed how you could rebound from that. You know, I lost my debut too. And one of the biggest things I noticed back then, cause I fought on these little shitty events and then you go, the biggest difference with these first time jitters in the UFC, I think it's the production. I think it's that, that the big, not you being as nervous as other people around you of they have to get it started on time. Oh, all right, we got to, you're going in three, you're walking in after the night, you're on and you'll be on in less than five and you're walking right. in two and, and it's all, everybody's around you, the cameras are in your face. That's what was a little bit different to me when I'm like, yo, I'm just used to fucking fighting somebody. I don't, what the fuck's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like the whole, you know, to do around you is, is kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah. definitely, you know, walking out there, uh, you know, saying you're up next, like you said, a camera in your face, ready to go. And, and it was, uh, I think, the first ESPN card. So that was, uh, wow. and that was the first fight on the ESPN card. So that was uh, a little bit added pressure, I guess. Yeah, whenever they say for anything, you're up next, 
It, it always, I would rather just have whatever it is, just start and just don't tell me it started until it, it, I start and I realize I'm in the middle of it. You don't want to, you're up next and you know, think of it and go, oh, fuck, am I going to do a good job? Am I not going to do a good job? Um, how did you handle it afterwards? After it happened, what was your thought process? Uh, I mean, it is what it is, you know, that, that's, I think that's what I was thinking, you know, I was going to, I was able to uh, quit my full-time job after that. And uh, so I knew I was going to be training a lot more, being right. able to do two a days more. And I actually just focused completely on MMA. So that's one thing I took from it and worked on some of my mistakes and, and uh, just got ready for that next one. What were you doing in your last day job? I worked for Safelite Auto Glass. So I was changing windshields out here in about 110 degree weather. You know? Oh, man. But it wasn't fun. Mario, Mario, don't you feel like yeah. you're just winning or not? You're just winning in life now. Doesn't that feel great? Oh, man, it, it's awesome. You know, and then my daughter was born oh, right around congrats. the time as my debut. Oh. And so these past four years, man, I just got to spend the whole the whole time with her. You know, each and every day she's right here at practice with me. Uh, she's over in the, the kids corner. So oh, that's it, it's been awesome, man. Bless him. Oh, congrats. I got three yeah. boys and they're always at my school. And uh, that's, uh, that's so great. That, that's fantastic. I, I'm happy for you. That's good. You plan on having any, any more or are you taking your time with that? Oh, no, I think I'm, I'm good with one. She, she yeah. has yeah. my hands full. For sure. <laughs> for sure. That's, a, that's so cute, man. So look, man, you, you look unscathed, man. Are you looking to get back in there soon or what? I'm going to look in, in October, you know. Okay. It was, uh, I wanted to get four fights in this year. But it's looking like it'll be three, and I and I'm happy with three. You know, I just want yeah. to stay busy. These past couple of years, you know, I've had like one fight every year. You know, pandemic, the the pec uh, surgery. So um, I feel like I got some momentum going on this year. Yeah, three fights, four three fights is good, uh, or four fights is uh, a little bit much. What did, what did Kevin Holland have last year? He didn't have six, did he? In 2020, am I crazy? Uh, uh, he he did a lot, but I don't know when that was. I forgot. No, 2020, I mean 2021. He lost two, and then I think he's two and zero in twenty twenty two. He's very yeah, very, welterweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks good. He looks really good. Uh, well, before we let you go, what do you? I know Sean is one of your teammates too. He has a great fight against uh, Munoz coming up. Um, we were talking about how accurate he is and how beautiful his uh, striking is, and just his spin attacks are so nice to watch. Um, what do you think he does against Munoz? Uh, I think it's either going to be a quick night, you know, or it's just going to be. I think a unanimous decision for, for Sean, you know, uh, Munoz has like a lot of distance to make up. I don't think he's going to be able to touch him with the hands. And, you know, like you said, Sean's so accurate. And I think a lot of people are surprised when they get in there with Sean, you know, he has that timing, the distance and the speed and accuracy as well. He'll hit you right on the lips. So, um, it's, uh, I have Sean all the way for, for sure. Okay. And you think you're not sure if it's, if it's not a quick, you think if it's not going to, if he doesn't drop him very quickly, you think it's going to wind up grinding out into a decision? Yeah. I mean, you know, Munoz, he's super tough and durable. So, and he stood there toe to toe with Cody, you know? So like I said, it's either going to be a quick night on one, but it's going to be a long night for, for Munoz for sure. Okay. Well, shoot, man, you are entertaining as heck, and we can't wait to see you back again, dude. Striking. Yeah. Listen, you said you couldn't wait to uh, – you and your coach were talking about, like, you wanted to show your jiu-jitsu in the UFC. I'm so happy you did, bro, because I was just sitting there. Ooh, I loved it. <laughs> it was great, Jimmy. I love nice jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I, you know I do. I know I you do. I don't watch jiu-jitsu competitions. I don't even watch it because – you know, it could be, it's cool. I love jujitsu, but I like it used in combat. This morning, 
7 a.m. I taught a Ashagrami entry and the same reversal that I used and Damian Maya used on Ben Askren, a reversal of the Ashagrami. I don't know. Listen, I like I like the shit that you know it's used on the highest level. And that's what Mario did the other day. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, congratulations, man. It was really, uh, it was nice to see. It was really, really uh, well done. Oh, thank you, guys. I, I really appreciate it. I like that Matt Sarah, I like the jiu-jitsu. I'm going to show it off a little bit more, entertain everyone, everyone from Muay Thai lovers with the flying knees to the jiu-jitsu lovers with the rear naked chokes. That's it, bro. That's it. Keep it going, man. Congrats again. And uh, we can't wait. Listen, you have another fight. Come back on and promote it, man. Come back on here with us. Oh, I'd love to, man. Thank you, guys. Great talking to you, Mario. All right, Mario. Have a good one. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Before we wrap up, I, I, uh, a couple of things thought yes. of you because I watched the video. It reminded me of what you did in Vegas. This was in a, uh, I'm going to give the guy's name is a Chicago guy. He's a uh, third degree Gracie uh, black belt. I see that. Idris uh, Redjevic, or sorry if I'm saying his name, Redzo, Redzovic or Redzovic. Um, he's got 22 years. So he's, he owns Supreme Academy of jiu-jitsu it's in lincoln park so let's give him a promo uh, uh, a plug because that guy held down some some drunken asshole who i think of you and you yes. say that like, there's some drunk yes um and the guy like was hitting on some girls and then he threw a punch at a guy whatever he did yeah and, and, and this guy just held him down um put him in some kind of a move what they call it like a gift wrap yeah he had, of, gift, he had him gift wrapped yeah, now, yeah could yeah, you do that to somebody if you had to oh jimmy Basically, like this, you're just holding the wrist and there like this, like, hey, let me up. Let me what up. if they're what if they're strong? Now you're being silly, Jimmy. Jiu-jitsu. I explain to my guys all the time. You guys with great power comes great responsibility. Okay, you got a responsibility. I like to make good people dangerous. I saw on T. I saw a clip uh, on the, on um somebody filmed on a subway, a New York City subway, of some homeless guy looked like he looked homeless he looked out of his mind uh and he sat he was kicking things and he sat next to some girls the girl I saw get that. Up, he grabbed her by the hair yeah she's looking now some morons taping this right uh, a lot of guys on this on this uh yeah on this on this subway car she's looking she's saying she's mouthing help me to this guy the guy filming the guy's just filming it now yeah so then he got up with her he walked with her a little bit let her go after, you know, he made her walk around a little bit and then he started kicking things and 
Yeah, real Dude, piece of shit. Listen to me. He is a piece of shit. And if, if any one of my students were there, I guarantee that guy's sleeping. Because you know why? They know how they, they know they can defend themselves. They know somebody has to step up when something like that happens. You understand? Yeah. Like if, if, that, if that's happening there, that could be my, that could have been my, my kids, my wife, my sister. If you see something like that and you got the ability, you got to step in. You have to, I tell my guys, look, you're going to see that. You're going to let that happen. Or you're going to step in and say, oh, excuse me. Try to pull my hair, motherfucker. I know I don't have hair, Jimmy. Yeah, but you would have said Jimmy, something Jimmy. to him? Jimmy, that's what I'm going to say to you. You know what's going on. <laughs> I'm not, like, not up in here. Pick the wrong subway car. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Jimmy. What and, would and you now, do? Matt, what would you do? Uh, it would, it would, you, know, you always want other guys to, the only thing that's really terrifying, and I know you don't know it, is that there have been people who have been pulling out pistols and shooting yes. people. Yes. That's the scary part of anything like that. Um, you figure a bunch of guys, if, if people just got together and swarmed, they would understand they could knock this guy out. But I think people are also afraid of either being bitten or being shot. Yeah, um, but he had, a girl by, he, he had a girl by the hair, so... One hand is what? So what? Yeah, but and he also had like a shirt over his head. You can see his waistband. Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess so. My yeah. thing, is, but my thing is this though. You know, everybody's afraid. Jimmy, what's the difference between a hero and a coward? What is the difference, Jimmy? Tell me the difference between a hero and a coward. Stop thinking of a joke. Look at you. I see you. You're Stop right. I was it. thinking of a joke and I couldn't. You are. I, so I, I can't even tell you the difference between a coward and a comedian because I can't figure out the fucking <laughs> the joke. <laughs> Customato, Mike Tyson's late great trainer was such he had such great sayings and yeah yeah very was, inspirational yes he, and was. he would say he would say there's nothing different they're both afraid of getting hurt both both afraid of dying but it's what the coward doesn't do that makes him a coward it's what the hero does do that makes him a hero god damn jimmy yeah. hold on jimmy i wish you were right there look at this i look at that my nipples are hot that's right yeah my fucking nipples are hot Be- Those fucking words, Jimmy. You don't think you don't think when I'm walking to that cage, I used to be like, man, I can get hurt, but you know, but I still march forward. You know that? You know what the fuck will do my head? That's not going through my head. I'm thinking that motherfucker in the cage with me is fucked because he's locked in there with me. And I'm a fucking psychopath. That's what I'm fucking. He's got no, no, I don't got the problem. He's got the fucking problem. He's face. He has to deal with me. You understand? So if I start taking jujitsu, yes. how long would it be if I went a couple times a week before yes. I could not kick that guy's ass, but before I could at least give a good showing? Well, that guy. Yeah. Were you guy training? Like that. Nah, yeah. Twelve years. Not All right, that's Not fair. Around. <laughs> twelve months. Okay. Give me a year. Give me a year or less. And you'll be able to defend yourself and defend other people. Yes, you will. You will. At least tie him up and then the cop and yell for the cops. At least that would happen. Now, yeah. So, yeah. Just like uh, Idris, uh, again, I, I know I'm not saying his name right. Uh, Redzovich, uh, again, Supreme Academy of Jiu-Jitsu in Lincoln Park. He's a third degree black belt. He's a fucking, uh, obviously handled himself effortlessly on the ground and could have strangled this guy and chose to handle it very humanely. Now, Matt, I know you're going in for surgery tomorrow, so we're going to see you next week, right? But just not, I'm only not going to see you tomorrow or Wednesday. Well, I think we're off on the 4th of July. Oh, right. First, I'm not going to be the next, next episode. Jimmy, 
I know what you're thinking. Anything could happen during surgery. Stop, Jimmy, stop it. I'll be fine. Yes. Jimmy, don't get emotional in front of everybody. Matt, I have no worries. I Here's what I think. You're, you're worried something's going to happen to me? I'll no, I have total faith you're going to be fine. I think it's great that you're doing it. I think it's the smart move because I've walked with you. And I, <laughs> it, it's hard for you to walk. And I know you want to have fun with your kids at Disney and exactly. walk around. I know that's why you're doing it. Would I be lazy if I still jump in one of those things? No, because then you're protecting your new knees. But it's always nice if you if you have the knees when you need them. You don't want to be in pain just walking to the bus stop. Jimmy, I am so with you. I'm yeah. so with you, and I'm getting it done. And then three months later, the other knee. Good for and you. And then I will be Kimura X. You heard of Weapon X. You know who Weapon yeah. X is? No. You know who that is? That's Wolverine, Weapon X. Uh, I know I'm an adult, sorry. Uh, so I will be Kimura X. Boo. Now listen to me. I will be Kimura Cyborg. Yay. I don't know. I'll come up with something. But yes. Jimmy. You know I love you, Jimmy. You don't got to yeah, say And that. I love you, Matt. And you're going to be fine. I know. Um, by the end of the year, you'll have, by the new year, both your knees will be taken care of and you'll be probably close to being completely done with any of this nonsense. It's going to be great, Jimmy. I'm going to yeah. do the right thing and I'll be back on the mat, hopefully, before you know it. Uh, hey, man, I'm going to enjoy the rest of the day. I'm going to get mine in. I'm going to go back and teach the kids class because I got my three daughters training. Oh, that's nice. And I'm going to get a last rolls tonight for me. I'm going to train my ass off. And then tomorrow I go get a new knee. Yep, and you'll be happy you did it. I guarantee you'll be happy you did it. Fuck yeah, Jimmy. What do you want to plug? Uh, to, uh, tomorrow night, well, this Wednesday, I will be, uh, while Matt is relaxing at home, I will be on stage at the Fat Black Pussycat. And I have gigs coming up. I got December, the end of this month. I'm uh, sorry, the end of December, July. I'm going to be in Denver. I also, maybe I'll see uh, San Hagen when I'm out there. He's a, he's a fucking uh, uh, a Denver guy. And I have uh, Rochester in August, and I just booked... Uh, Rhode Island, early September, and then I have uh, Minneapolis in September. But come check me out. Matt, good luck, buddy. We'll talk. Uh, I'll hopefully talk to you on uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Jimmy, thank you so much. And congrats to Carlos Olberg. He was on the yep. show last week. Oh, he was he great. Yeah. Headlined the prelims. He did. Fa- he looked fantastic. Tremendous. Yeah. Uh, a couple of just a couple of names from there. We already talked about. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sarukin. You know, we oh, Sorokin right against uh, Gamrat. Uh, yes, yes, Gamrat, yeah, yeah. Gamrat, Gamrat, Sorokin, that was a yeah. Great fight. Uh, Shaz um, got uh, won the. Uh, he defeated Neil Magny, and I'll tell you oh, right Rakhanov, now. Yes. What a that, what, that. What's going on with that guy? Three seconds left in the fucking second round. I want to see what's going on with him because he looked fantastic. Yes, he and did. No, it says right here two seconds. Left. So, was I mean, it two seconds. Wow. It said four fifty eight. So it yep. was something insane. But that's how you know it chokes on. It's just that thing was he had the tap. Yes. Josh Parisian, he won with a TKO in the second round. Thiago, Thiago Moises. Yeah, I thought it a little longer than I thought it would, too, by the way, over Alamado. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, Thiago Moises did a great um, yes. uh, rear naked choke. I love that choke. That was fucking beautiful. And what about, uh, what do you call Omar it? Omar Yes. Oh. Uh, uh, Habib was happy with that. Habib's sure. cousin. He took care of Nate Manus and uh, he did it handily, bro. I mean, that yeah. shit was 30, 27, 30, 26, Matt, and 30, 25. I, I feel like we're getting a lot of new blood in the UFC. Like a lot I think of so new too. fresh. Great. Like on this card alone, there's a lot of guys. I'm like, oh, who, am I not too familiar with this one? And I'm like, holy shit, man, where'd they come from? You know, and, I, and that goes for Mario too. He was fucking phenomenal. So, hey, brother, 
Jimmy, I'll check yes. in with you in a few days. Yeah, let me know you're okay, Matt. Good luck. And not that you need it. You'll be fine. And uh, Thank you, brother. The next time I talk to you, you have a shiny new knee and you'll be on the mend. <laughs> yes, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Unfiltered right. Army. I got your messages, too. You're the best. I appreciate it. All right, it, pal. Bro. I'll talk to you soon. Love you, buddy. Bye, right, everyone. I love you, Matt. Good luck. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.